Good afternoon, listeners, and thanks for tuning in for the preview of the final massive meeting of the autumn, day two of the Ramwick Championships. And gee, all the best horses are lining up for a final shot at Group 1 glory uh, for this season. Day one of the champs didn't disappoint with Animo firing for the two-year-olds, uh, Jamie Carr getting the job done in the Doncaster, and Nature Strip back to his brilliant and unbeatable best was fantastic to watch. But now we move on to day two, of course, with the most anticipated race of the autumn and maybe even the year in Sydney, the $4 million Queen Elizabeth Stakes with Very Elegant and Adabe going toe-to-toe once again in a big-time heavyweight bout there. Can't wait to dive into the preview for that one. However, we have a heap to get through. We have big money racing at Caulfield and the Autumn Carnival in Adelaide is starting to heat up with uh, group three racing there and a few listed events. I think all tracks will be on a good four for the day tomorrow, which will play fair for all involved and add a little bit of extra intrigue into the feature race at Sydney as well. But we'll touch on that a bit later. But first, we'll look at a couple at Morfittville very quickly. Race six is the listed Redelva Stakes run over 1,100 metres. Can't wait for this one uh, to see the return of a boom three-year-old, number one instant celebrity. She was exactly that, winning her first four races before a third placing in the Group 1000 Guineas at her last start. Unbeaten at at the Morfittville track, this horse, and given her a really good spell uh, before this run here first up, she has to go on top. Number five, Maliva, is my second pick in this race. Uh, too good to leave out. Track and distance, she's three starts for two wins and a second. Last start was a very, very classy win in a big field over 1,100 at Morfittville uh, in a listed race. Uh, there was a few handy types in that running, and she beat them all. So she must go in as a big chance. A very good filly that loves to win. Uh, Maliva in second. And third, I think you have to give some thought to number two, Minhaj, who won first up at Caulfield a fortnight ago and brings over some really solid Melbourne form into the race. Instant celebrity, Maliva and Minhaj in race six at Adelaide. Race seven is a group three over 1,800 metres for the Phillies at Morfittville. A good field here and a freak horse entered that has the sky as the limit. That is number seven, Steinem. She's two starts for two very easy wins. Her last win was a 1,600 metre at Sandown that was just incredible to watch. She put that field to the sword from way back. She'll have to do the same here tomorrow, drawing barrier 20. Um, but John McNeil has chosen to come over to Adelaide to take the ride, and I think Steinem will win and win it well. The only one I'm taking in the race and goes in as the bet of the day in Adelaide. Race 8 at Morfittville is a group 3 over 1,100 metres and a good field entered here too. Number 2, Kamal Pasa, is probably the class horse in the race who's won at heights bigger than this in the past. Placed third last start in the very high rating Group 1 Oakley Plate uh, about six weeks ago, but unfortunately had to miss the new market handicap a fortnight later due to a minor injury. Um, He's back now and into uh, a class where he's 100% the horse to beat, and if he brings his best, I expect Kemal Passer to win. $3 is overs for this horse if he does bring his best. If, however, he doesn't, uh, his uh, main challenger, I think, is number 10, Exhilarates. 
In with a big chance, she's electric on her day and first up could be very hard to beat. Two wins from three starts at this distance, uh, with our most recent win, a very big one on Melbourne Cup Day over 1,200 metres. If she brings her best, uh, don't worry about uh, that, Exhilarates will be right in the contest. So they're the two to beat. Let's have a quick look at a couple races at Caulfield. Race four is the Vobus Gold Mile. Question is, can they beat Mr Quickie? He's a $1.70 favourite and the obvious horse to beat. Only a small field, and honestly, don't think I'd be taking a bet in this race. Uh, Mr. Quickie is too short in the odds. You back him for not much return, or you play around him, and you probably can't win. Um, the bet, uh, the one I'd be backing if you were against Mr. Quickie, though, is number six, Galaxy Raider, for some uh, better value. Put in a flashing run for third, first up over 1,400 metres a fortnight ago. That was in a very, very big field. He goes back and storms home, and that can usually cause problems for this horse, but in such a small field, it won't. He'll be able to get around all of them and let down. So Galaxy Raider uh, for an upset in that race, if you're having any, but I think Mr Quickie should prove too good for him. Race 6 is the $950,000 Vobus Showdown, the feature of the race at Caulfield. Run over 1,200 metres. I like the second favourite on top, number 10, Arcaded. Draws wide, but Jamie Carr will give her a good steer from there. I think she's a two-year-old in the race that's shown the most uh, from four starts collectively um, that has bought about three wins. The only loss coming in the Group 1 Blue Diamond where she just didn't get any luck in the run. Arcaded to win this race and look a very serious three-year-old in six months' time. In second, I think I will have the favourite number two Starry Legend. Hard to ignore a horse that has that is unbeaten. He's two from two. Uh, both of those runs were over a 1,000 metres, though. The reason I don't have uh, Starry Legend on top is this is his first step out to 1,200, and he may be found out wanting the line late in the race, but I expect him still to run quite well. They're the only two I'll have in the showdown with Arcaded on top, but if you are going wide in the race, I think Finance Tycoon has to be in there with a little sniff as well. Just have to look at his Blue Diamond run um, to see why he's a winning chance as well. Just to want to put one tip in for Caulfield Race 8, and that's the Gold Sprint over 1,200 metres. I'll have number six, Felicia. She had a great spring, and first up here looks a great bet at 5-1. to one. She goes well fresh and loves a good track. The other big tick is uh, track and distance. She's two wins and a second from four starts here at 1,200 at Caulfield. Felicia to win race eight there. Okay, to the Group 1 racing of the weekend. Uh, four races to get through. Of course, day two of the champs at Royal Randwick. And with rain clearing up, looks like we'll be running on a good forward track after all. Um, that adds a heap of extra intrigue into the features here. We'll start with race five, the Group 1 Australian Oaks, run over 2,400. On top, I'm siding with the number three, Hungry Heart. Last two starts, uh, she has won. Um, uh, she has won them both. Two weeks ago was a win against a few that are in this field as well in the Group One Binary Stud Stakes over two thousand metres. She beat home the favourite for this race, Harmony Rose, on that day. The race, of course, is adding 
an extra 400 metres onto that run, which I don't think will harm Hungry Heart as much as the market suggests. She seems to improve each time she steps up in class and steps up in distance, and not once in her career has Hungry Heart weakened to the line. So she goes on top for me in what is a very open race. In second, I will have that favourite, Harmony Rose. She will, she'll want to settle in the run a little bit better uh, to turn the tables on Hungry Heart um, over 2,400. If she can do that, she might prove quite difficult to run down. So Harmony Rose definitely goes in with a winning chance in second. And in third, I'll have number two, uh, Amaralina. She comes over from New Zealand with a terrific record, five wins and two seconds from her seven starts. Her last start was an emphatic win in the Group 1 New Zealand Oaks a month ago, that also being over 2,400 metres. So we can tick off that uh, she does get the distance. She'll find this tougher though, and on a good track in Australia, sometimes finds these New Zealanders out, especially when they're only three years old. Um, but she still has to go in at third with a winning chance. Wouldn't be surprised to see her come over to Australia and win. Okay, to race seven, the Group 1 Sydney Cup, run over the 3,200 metres. Very, very open and tough betting race, as all these two-mile races typically are. And I think I've found one here at odds. Number 15, good idea. You only have to look two starts back to see why. Good idea won the Adelaide Cup, of course, a also a two-mile race. He's had two starts at this trip for a win and a second, but it was the way that he won the Adelaide Cup which was so impressive. He put them to the sword, won that race by about three to four lengths, and mind you, there was a dollar fifty favourite in it um, that didn't get close to to him. Um, good idea has to go on top for me in the Sydney Cup at very nice odds at about twenty one to one. In second, I will have number thirteen Realm of Flowers. Ran second three weeks ago over 2,400 metres at Rose Hill when went three or four wide the whole trip and this horse still kicked on and nearly won that race. Was a massive effort and should have won. No worries about that. Um, in that race, uh, she probably went 2,600 metres rather than 2,400 and still nearly pipped it. So a super consistent horse that I think will relish the two-mile journey. So number 13, Realm of Flowers, has to go in for a winning chance. And in third, uh, I'll have another big odds horse in number one, the Chosen One. He's the top weight and gets unlucky in barrier 16, but the further the race, typically the less the barriers matter. The Chosen One ran a fourth in the Melbourne Cup six months ago, and if he brings a run like that, he'll be right there in the finish. So in the Sydney Cup, it's good idea, Realm of Flowers and the Chosen One in third. All right, to the feature of the day is the Group 1 $4 million Queen Elizabeth Stakes run over 2,000 metres. The build-up to this has been huge. It's been building as another match race between the two champions in number one, Adabe, and number seven, Very Elegant. They've met three times. Uh, he won the first two, and she got the better of him last start three weeks ago in the Rambit Stakes. She's becoming a legend, Very Elegant, and she goes in as my top pick in the race. I don't think she'll have it easy, though, but she's a mare in super form, in winning form, and you just have to pick her on top. She's raced nine times over the 2,000 metres for five wins, and I believe now she's an eight-time Group 1 winning horse. So 
meets him well at the weights, being a mare, of course, and she's going to be very, very hard to beat. The conditions are what makes this so interesting, though. She's only two wins from 11 starts on a good surface. The more it dries out, the more it harms her chances. And she's nine from 14 on the soft, so she would have been praying for some of that predicted rain to come, but it hasn't. If some unexpected rain does come, forget it. She'll beat them, no worries. But um, if it could be a, a fast and hard track, which uh, could find her being um, could could find her out and make it a lot tougher for her to win. But however, she does have to go on top um, with recent winning form. In second, I'm actually going to leave a Dave out. Uh, I think uh, fourth time around, we won't get the match race that we've uh, anticipated. Last start, a day went down to very elegant um, by about a length. And obviously, the trainer and connections weren't too pleased with that run as they've whacked blinkers on him. Um, and putting blinkers on a seven-year-old for the first time in his career is a huge move in a big race. And I think it seems to me like a bit of a nervous move. Um Obviously, they think he's running a bit slack, and if he's running a bit slack in this race, he'll find it very hard to place. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a Dave come out and run a massive race, but for the fact that they've had to put blinkers on him and he hasn't been running or hasn't been uh, up to standard by the uh, stables um, thoughts, I think a Dave I'm going to leave out of my numbers. So leaving out a big horse here. Instead, the horse I'll have in second is number two, Sir Dragonet. The Cox Plate winner is in with a big show here, I think. His best form, you have to admit, is has also been on soft tracks. That was until last run a fortnight ago in the Group 1 Tancred, where he won on a good track very, very comfortably over 2,400 metres. He looked um, beautiful on top of the ground there, and a horse of this quality you'll rarely ever see again at 7-1 to one in only a seven-horse field. So I think for value and for the way that he's running at the moment, you have to put Sir Dragonet in second over a day. They're the two, very elegant and Sir Dragonet. I think they'll battle it out, and the rest uh, in it are all in the running for third place in my opinion, but... There is not a horse in the race that doesn't hold their own at 2,000 metres, and they're all so honest. Um, they're all such good, uh, really, really good middle distance types. So if you are having a quaddy, certainly chuck in a roughie or even two of them, um, because if one of them does pop up and put in a career best run and happen to beat them, um, you're gonna you're gonna clean up in the quaddy there. So. The good track does bring some of those unlikely chances more into the race just because of how good a Dave and Very Elegant's form is on the soft and the heavy. So, you know, your Mwunga, Think It Over and Dallasan's chances definitely increase with the conditions. So don't be afraid to throw a couple of them into your quaddy numbers um, for a boil over chance. So it's going to be a joy to watch that race. Um, it'd be exciting to see another match race between Very very Elegant and a day, but I'm not sure we'll get it. Having said all that, Very Elegant must go on top. One more tip quickly before we sign off, and it comes in the final group one of the day uh, in Sydney, the Queen of the Turf stakes in race nine. Run over 1,600 metres. There is only one I'm with in this, and that's number one, Probabil finally get to see this star onto a good track she's seven from nine on top of the ground and she's a consistent winner over the 1600 meter distance 
I think she's hands down the class act in the race and she will likely put these horses to the sword over the last 200 metres and run away with it. Probabil with a big ch- uh, with a big win in race nine. That's it for this weekend. If you're having a bet, best of luck and as always, happy punting.